Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Faith Speaks. I am so excited to be broadcasting from Chicago, Illinois, my hometown. And I just appreciate all of those that have listened to the other episodes in which I have uploaded. Thank you so much. Um, It's only been two weeks and we have over 50 listeners. And so I'm excited about that because the word is getting out and faith will continue to speak upon subjects that matter to her. Well, me, I'm speaking in third person. (laughs) If you didn't get a chance to review the other podcast that I did uh, previously, you can go ahead and listen to this one and then go back. We had great guest on the show, Michelle K. Patterson. She's an author, a life coach, a hairstylist, a mother, a wife, and she's a beautiful person inside and out. And then we had Hadil Pendleton, um, a young lady who lost her life to gun violence here in Chicago a few years back. Her mother was on the show sharing her story and how she overcame and honored her daughter in the five-year anniversary. And so I also had my children on a few weeks back as well, um, how to grow and have a healthy relationship with your children. And so we're going to do a part two. So get ready for that. But speaking of children and me being a mother, Father's Day is approaching. Yes. Now I know this might be a sensitive subject for um, some and it might be a joy to others, but I wanted to take a t- take the time to talk about honoring fathers, honoring father, fathers, honoring men. Um, and so, as I studied and looked up the statistics in um, America, the 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 alarming number of fatherless homes was at nineteen. 0.7 million children. Now, this does not include biological step or adoptive fathers. This is fatherless children. And so we know in order to make a baby, you have to have a counterpart. Um, there has to be the male semen in the woman in order to produce children. But 19.7 million children are without fathers. So they have a father, but the father is not presently in the home. And um, liveabout.com says children who grow up fatherless have a greater risk of challenges in life than those that grow up with a father in the home. And I can definitely speak firsthand about growing up without my father. Um, He was in the home, my mother was married to him and you know from that union came three children and then about the age of eight years old uh my father left the home they got a divorce and so that bothered me i didn't know how much it affected me until uh i got in my teenage years and wanting my father to have been there to see me you know go through life to give me life lessons Uh, Although we talked periodically because he lived in a different state, it wasn't the same as having a male present in the home. You know, my brother was there, uh, but a male figure, my father, knowing that my dad could have, you know, taught me some things and taught me how to avoid some obstacles that I faced. And 
I don't care what anybody says, you know, a male presence is strongly needed in the home, whether you believe it or not. And the way that society has turned their backs on men, uh, it's, it's really sad. You know, fathers, there are good fathers out here that are in their children's lives, that support their children, um, and that are there for the children. But sometimes, and I'm going to be honest, the mothers make it difficult for the dads to be fathers. I'm telling the truth. I, I hear, you know, women say all the time, I can't stand their daddy. They talk about the child's father in front of them and no honor is placed upon the father because yes, they might not be together. The couple might not be together anymore, but that father has left his offspring with the mother. And so therefore there needs to be uh, some type of respect for the father, although he is not in the home. That child needs to know, hey, you know, I can I can rely on my dad or I could call him freely, but once the child is um, introduced to negativity, then it makes the child resent the father. And so I believe that we should honor fathers because they are very important. And although the relationship does not work out all the time, um, and I'm talking about single family homes, mothers that are raising children by themselves, it might not work out all the time, but quantity, I should say it like this, quality time beats quantity. And yes, you know, you need finances to help raise your children. You need those basic things met to help nurture your children. But if you ask a child something about their father, most likely they're not going to remember what the father did, what he bought. Uh, Most times they're going to remember the time spent with the child or with the father. And that's what's important, that your child has have, have good memories of their dad if they are not in the home. And my head goes off to those fathers who are trying to be a part of their children's life. I run into fathers all the time who go into court because the child's mother or the baby mama won't let the um, child see the father. And they're paying child support. And so that 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 that's really sad because now the child is in between a tug of war. And um, we need to try to do better as mothers to allow our children to have relationships with their dad. And I've had my struggles. Um, if you read my book, Will You Be Made Whole? A Journey from Brokenness to Freedom. I have three children's fathers. Um, we were in relationships and hey, we conceived the child. And so each one of my children's fathers are in their lives. We're not together, but they know who their dad is. They spend time with their dad. Their dad is supportive in their endeavors. And I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad because guess what? I did not conceive these children by myself. And so uh, that responsibility, although they're in the home with me, that responsibility is also on the other parent as well because we 
both have a child together. And so, hey, my hat's off to them. I honor them in their role, in their capacity, and what they add to my children's life um, as being their father. And so I did want to talk about the importance of a role model. Now, if your child, you know, don't does not have a father and there are no positive influences in your child's life, my suggestion would be um, finding a mentor, a male mentor at a YMCA or a park district or at a church. Um, even, even the school, you know, where my daughter attends, there is a strong male presence of, at the school. And I believe this is good because men bring a certain structure to the atmosphere. Uh, not all men. Now you got some immature brothers out here, <laughs> but men bring a certain structure uh, that help facilitate atmospheres, that brings discipline, that brings order, that brings uh, stability to those children that are going wild. And so the importance of a male role model is is detrimental to our society because we're not seeing a lot of positive role models in our in our schools and in our streets and you know and you hear about a black man in America it's it's deemed to be bad oh they're all in jail they're all in gangs and they're all on drugs uh, I beg to differ there are some men out here who have taken upon themselves even if they didn't have a father in their lives to nurture and help young boys and girls help young boys and girls to become them be- their best selves. So how do we move from a place of um, having fatherless children to adding role models in our children's lives, male role models? Well, um, where is your mindset as the mother? Where is your mindset when it comes to your children? Is it important to have a male role model in your children's life? Think about that for a second. And I'm not talking about uh, dating and trying to get next to him so you can get a man. I'm talking about someone who can sit little Johnny or Noriko down. Uh, I'm not making fun of anyone's name, but what I'm saying is to sit your little son down or daughter down and say, hey, this is the right path to go. They can share their story. They can be influential in their life in the most positive way. And sometimes we know as parents, our children will listen to other people more so than they listen to us. So we have to be open to a male uh, being in our children's lives in a safe environment. I ain't talking about no, no perverted stuff, but I'm talking about a safe environment and you should be able to build a relationship with that male in the sense where, hey, you guys are at an open place, a park, a church setting, um, somewhere where you can be there or close by um, to know that this person has the best interest in your child's life. Okay, so let's talk about forgiving. Forgiveness, I love this word. I'm a forgiving person. I, If I'm wrong, I will apologize in a minute. But how about you forgive that person or persons that have wronged you? 
And in some cases, some fathers have wronged their children. They abandoned them. They rejected them. They left them. They, they, uh, they, they, they didn't want any input in their child's life. And so I'm talking about forgiving your father, whether he is living or deceased. Because that pain, that rejection does not go away because the father is deceased. Um, it is actually feared more because you have some unanswered questions in your head about why your father was not there. Why did he reject you? And so you have to, you have to forgive um, immediately. And it's a process. It's a process in, in any everything, you know. It can be overnight, but you have to make conscious decisions and conscious decisions by saying, you know what? My father was not there. My mother had to do it by herself. But guess what? I'm going to be the bigger person. I'm going to be the husband or father that my father was not. And also seek counseling. Seek help. Strong men help other men. And then those those men that don't have uh, a role model, they need to start seeking help. You ever seen a baseball team? They, (laughs) you have a captain on the team and he picks out who he wants on his team because he sees something in them that can cause the team to win. Well, if you see a man that's doing what you desire to do in the field of line that you desire to do, or you just need a a guy to talk to, this is for my men, reach out. You be the one to reach out and say, hey, I need a brother that can tell me or, or, you know, connect with an older guy or a pastor or an uncle, somebody that you trust that you can say, you know what, I'm not in my children's life or Uh, My father wasn't in my life. Can you teach me what you know? And before you know it, you'll start developing and maturing in areas where you never thought you were developing. And you'll be able to forgive. Because being a mother or father is a tough J-O-B. I'm telling you. It's a tough job because you have to consider everything. When I wake up in the morning, I'm thinking about Got to get the kids to school, making sure their clothes was clean the night before, what we're going to eat for dinner, and then schedule my life in between all that. So it's very important to um, honor fathers. It's very important to just lay down, you know, whatever unforgiveness that you have towards your father, whether they're living or dead. And honor them. And I'm going to just even go a little bit farther. Um, Exodus, the 20th chapter and the 12th verse says, Honor your father and mother that your days may be long upon the earth. Now, you might not like them, but the Bible says, honor them. How do you honor them? Forgive them. How do you honor them? Respect them. How do you honor them? Be better than they were. That's that, That shows honor. And once you honor them and acknowledge, hey, they wasn't perfect because we're all imperfect people, then you can start the healing process of forgiveness. You can move forward and be the best 
person that you can be. And so, um, I've seen guys where, uh, I'm just going to mention my brother, Ojo, you know, he, 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 he's a barber and he talks to a lot of men that come in his chair. And I also see him, um, even take in those that are not his children. He'll, he'll stop my son and say, come here, man, what you doing? You being good? How your grades looking? He'll take that time to impart into my son, although he has a father himself, but he'll take that time just to, you know, drop a little seed, drop a little nugget. So if you see a young man going to error and you're a male, you don't even have, it don't even have to be your biological child, but just pouring into them could mean the world to them. And you never know what that child might end up being. And so I'm excited because Father Day is coming. I honor Father God. I honor him for being there for me when my biological father um, was not. And um, in the last recent years, my father and I, we talk at least once a week. And, and, and he don't even know sometimes I'm on the phone crying. The little girl inside of me is crying because he's sharing wisdom and nuggets that I need at that moment. And so I've allowed the healing process to begin. I have forgiven him and now I can move forward. And you can move forward too. You can move forward too. Forgiveness is the key. Forgiveness is the key. So... Happy Father's Day to all the men, all the husbands, all the single dads. Happy Father's Day to you. I honor you. Faith Speaks honor you on today. Like this podcast. Share this podcast with someone that you know that would benefit from hearing what I had to say today. I love you guys. Tune in next week for another episode of Faith Speaks. And remember, just a little bit of faith is all you need. Hey everybody, this is Faith Speaks. Welcome to another episode. I am coming all the way from Chicago, Illinois to talk to you today. I'm a little bit late on uploading this, but when you hear it, it's going to be right on time. And tonight I want to talk about staying focused. Staying focused. How do you stay focused? How do you stay on task with your day-to-day activity and not get distracted from people, places, and things? Well, I'm going to talk from a personal experience what I do. Uh, I have learned to tell people, I'm studying. I have an exam due or I have to do something by a particular date and time, so therefore I'm unavailable. Um, Or how about... I not answer the phone. How about I say no to a particular engagement um, that is not fitting, that does not fit in my schedule. And so staying focused is, is just not saying no to things. That's a start and it's a good start and it's okay to say no. Uh, but another thing is I begin to, things that I have to do, I begin to make a calendar for myself in my phone. 
um, set alarms, you know, to remind me to stay on track, stay focused. And um, not just that. There are times when you can be doing a project or working on something and your mind is completely, I mean, it is completely off track. You're not focused. You, you are thinking about next week, next month, what you have to do, um, the family, you know, your, your livelihood, your expenses. And so you can actually be doing a task that you are focused on, but yet your mind can be somewhere else. And I want to share with you that when those times come, go somewhere. My favorite spot is to the lake. And if I can't go to the lake, um, I'll sit in my room or I'll go in my closet and, and close the door and just sit still. Because a peace of mind is more important than the chaos of life. And if we allow the chaos of life and the noise around us to distract us, then we won't be able to focus on things that are important. Um, maintaining a healthy lifestyle that includes people being in your life who can support you, who you are accountable to them and they are accountable, accountable to you. And we call that what accountability (laughs) simple, right? And so this is not to X out when people say, I don't want no negative people in my life. I I just, you know, I don't want to be bothered with nobody. Well, you're going to need somebody in life. You're going to need people. People is like currency. You know, it's access. It it allows you to live and interact with other people and be relational. And so you do need people. You do need people because if you isolate yourself so much, then uh, what's the saying? A idle mind is the devil's playground you'll start, you know, drifting off to somewhere else that you might not want to go. And before you know it, you're in a whole nother world in la-la land. And that can bring about darkness in your life when you want to close yourself in. Now, there'll be some times where you will have to retreat. And there's nothing wrong with that. But make sure while you're retreating that your thoughts remain pure, that your thought life remain pure. Um, you don't want to go into hiding and start thinking about all the people who hurt you. That's not healthy because next thing you know, you're going to be watching snap or something and trying to find out how to harm somebody. That wouldn't be a good idea. And I, I wouldn't want you to be on television or America most wanted. Do that come on anymore? I don't think so. But, um, times of refreshing prayer is what I do to refresh. Uh, sharing my thoughts with friends is what I do. Uh, call my mother. Is, that's, that's what I do. I don't tell her everything, but <laughs> sometimes moms, uh, parents, they could be so concerned about you and you don't want to overwhelm them with what you have going on. But my mother said the other day, she said, Faith, you've been quiet. I don't know what's going on. But you've been real quiet. I hope everything all right. Then I assured her that it is. But it's, it's just me um, being away in order to focus on what I need to focus on for the next six months. 
and for the rest of my life. I mean, for the next five to 10 years of my life that will set me up for the rest of my life. And so I just want to encourage you on tonight to be encouraged. Stay, stay focused. Um, you know, utilize the people that are around you that can help you. But let me tell you something. Don't overwhelm them because with the information that you receive from family and friends and, and whomever you confide in, do something with that information. Take that information and apply it because there's nothing like being told something and you don't do it. And all of a sudden the person says, Hey, didn't I suggest that? Now you could have avoided that by taking heed to the advice that I've given you or that I gave you. So don't just call people and pull on people to dump on them. Receive what they are saying and apply it. That's another way to stay focused. Apply what you have been given. And there are a lot of resources to help you uh, with the things that you need to succeed. I've been saying that's, <laughs> that's my little model. Get the things you need to succeed. It's so true. You have to have those resources in order for you to achieve your dreams, goals, and desires, whatever that might be. Um, staying healthy in, in your mind. And I heard something the other day. Um, actually, it was yesterday on Father's Day, and I heard the preacher say, he said, um, start, start reading things outside of the norm. And it resonated with me so because I had already begun to look at stuff that and read material that I might not necessarily um, have a common interest in, but it is good to know because guess what? It'll help open up your horizon. See, sometimes we can put ourselves in a little box. This is what I know. Uh, in real life, my profession is hair. And then I went to school for radio broadcasting and I love music and I sing and all those good things. So I can tell you, you know, I'm a little knowledgeable about those particular subjects, but now my focus has, has shifted to something I might not necessarily understand. And, and so one thing that I'm looking into is real estate, property, understanding architect, um, and understanding, you know, how can I maneuver? How can I get in that industry? Some people are born into it. Some people, um, have a natural gifting or desire to want to go into that area and so now for me, I desire to explore that area because it's unfamiliar to me. And so what I have started to do was get out of my norm because we have a whole big world here. It's a whole huge world. And if you don't study other things and other people, you can become very boring you, come, you, you can become boring with yourself. So all, I would say create a bucket list of things that you want to do and accomplish and start working toward those things and then begin to scratch them off. Begin to scratch them off. 
earlier this year, I decided that I was going to do a musical single, music single. And um, music is my passion. I love singing. I love, I just love it. I feel like sometimes I want to just jump inside the notes and I want to get on the scale and go up and down and, and just get inside the B flat and the A sharp. Is that a such thing? Probably not. But anyway, I just want to be inside of the music because it's so good. And so that was um, my 2019 41st birthday gift to myself. Well, I hit a bump in the road and I, it devastated me. Because I had this plan that I was going to bring my single out and, and, and it was going to be great and amazing. I, I set up things and places where I was going to go and market my material and I hit a bump in the road. And that, it bothered me. And so, um, but it, I did not let it discourage me or turn me away from what's in my heart. And so I'm back focused again. Hello? I'm back focused. I'm going to do my homework and my research, and I'm going to succeed in this area in which I desire to uh, go forth in. Guess what? Nothing's going to stop me. Nothing. Now, something tried to stop me. See, you could try to do something, but that doesn't mean that it's going to succeed, especially if it's something bad. You know, I, I, I like to say the verse, no weapon formed against me is going to prosper. They can form, but they will not prosper. So a little bump in the road. But guess what? The year is not over. It's still the sixth month of the year. So what I'm going to do and what I am doing is revamping what's in my heart. And guess what? It's going to be greater than what I could even imagine. Sometimes things happen in order for you to uh, reconstruct what it is that you want to do. It might not have been the right person to do the job. Hey, there are plenty other talented people out there that can help you accomplish what you need to accomplish. So I just want to encourage you on tonight, hey, to get focused, stay focused, and do what is in your heart to do. Don't let anything or anyone hinder you from moving forward. Even when you can't see your way. Even when it feels like you're walking around in the wilderness. I mean, I'm telling you, it can get really, really tough. And you know that you're doing all that you desi- uh, all that you can do. I went to bed on Saturday night. And when I say... I crawled. I didn't even go in my bed. I crawled on the couch. My body ached. Mentally, I was drained. And with all the people that know me, with all the smiling and stuff I do, and happy-go-lucky, woo, I was tired. I was tired of holding it all together. And guess what? How do you stay focused? Cry. That's how you do that. You cry. You release it. Release the tension. Release the stress. Release the anxiety. And wake back up to a brand new day. Wake back up to a brand new day. And it's okay. It is okay. Pick 
when it, it's not cliche as to say, pick yourself up. It is true. Pick yourself up. Do, move, go, be. Be you. Be you. Be who God created you to be. Well, I don't want to to seem like I'm rambling, but I just want to encourage you on tonight to stay the course, stay the course, stay focused and enjoy life. All right. This has been another episode of Faith Speaks. And remember, just a little bit of faith is all you need till next time. I love you. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.